Hey everyone, welcome back for another session of At My Age. This is number three, and before I introduce the most famous guest we've had yet, I want to go ahead and shout out my team that definitely helps me produce uh, not only the uh, conversations and sessions themselves, but video content, Instagram content, which you could find at at my age pod pod on Instagram, Ryan Francis, and of course, Grace James. They definitely are uh, the team not only behind the scenes, but soon to be in front of the scenes. So a huge shout out there. Now, before we jump into this session, which is really not only a session that I've been always wanting to have, but was really the main idea behind At My Age, which was for me to connect with my family members that I've known, obviously, for my entire life, but may have had ins and outs. And frankly, to have a a safe space for both of us and everyone in the room to just talk about things that may be uncomfortable or certain scenarios that I haven't ever had the chance to ask. And so in this episode, you'll hear that I get to interview my beautiful and wonderful mother, Diana Bizignano Torres. And there's a bit of history. Obviously, I'm 29. So there's 30 years of history. But for those who may not know, my mother and I have had a bit of a unique scenario. And I think it's very valuable, valuable, uh, for me to explain that before going into this session, because again, this is a really, not emotional, but almost therapeutic way for me to ask some questions about a time that has been a little bit hairy for me or a little bit fuzzy, I should say. So the the quick, um, long story short is I was born in 1993 and around 1996, seven and eight, maybe a little bit into 1999, my parents went through a divorce. And in that divorce, my dad um, made some decisions that for really that point until the early, geez, 2010s, he was really, you know, not in my life much, uh, back and forth, kind of in and out. And my mom ended up falling into that same route. 1999-ish was the divorce. Uh, We moved to Pine Top, Arizona, which is three, four hours north of Phoenix, really where all of our family was for about a year to a year and a half. And around the 2002, 2003 years, I was 11 years old, we ended up, my mom, my sister and I ended up moving back down to Phoenix in which my mom decided to go into rehab to try to fix some of the things that had been going on. Unfortunately, from that point for about 10 uh, to 11 years, we really didn't talk. Uh, Maybe like my father was kind of in and out of my life, but my sister was five years older than me. So she ended up going, you know, finishing high school in a different, with a different part of our family and college. And we'll get into that when she decides to be on a a conversation. But for those 10, 11 years, my aunt and uncle who you'll hear from soon really played along with the rest of my family, of course, but they were really my mom and dad. And only until about five or six years ago have has my mom been in my life dramatically more within the five or six years. But, you know, 22 to 23 years out of my life, outside of what I can remember, and we'll talk about that, but for a large majority of my life, my actual parents really weren't involved from 11 to 21, 22, I'd say. So with that context going into this conversation, it really does bring up what I said earlier that this is my way of breaking down some walls and 
getting some closure from a time that for those 10 years, it was really rough on a teenage kid for not trying to understand why his parents weren't in his life. And, you know, I remember a time where I called the radio station and asked for her to call. And it's just something that you throw a net out there as a 14 year old boy living with an aunt who was 56 at the time what else do you really do? So I've been very fortunate in the past four, five, six years to build a phenomenal relationship, both with my dad and my mother. And in this session, you'll be able to see that she's my mom and I'm her son no matter what. And in the past, that may have not been always as um, concrete, but I'm very fortunate to say that now in 2023, me as a 21-year-old man, and my mother being the woman that she is now, we get to sit across from a table in a house that I bought with my fiance next to my best friend and get to have an incredible conversation, a one-on-one raw conversation that not only do not a lot of people get to have, but the fact that we did it on camera and on video really did make it that much sweeter. So I'm very excited about releasing this and giving this to the world because regardless of this ever gets past the 20 to 25 people that may listen to this in the next few weeks, I will forever always have a recording of my mother and I having a very, very warm and embracing conversation about a time that wasn't so warm and embracing. So please enjoy this incredible conversation with the beautiful, the most amazing woman, Diana Bizignano Torres. I can talk forever. I can talk forever. Single time limit. I'll tell you when I'm done. Don't you worry about that. Okay, real. Hi, mom. Hi. How are you? I love you. Yeah, we're rolling. It's like looking in a mirror. Yeah. No, we're going. Okay. Hi. Hi. We're going. We're on. Yeah. We're in. Oh. (laughs) I'm gonna get my own podcast out of this. You are. Thank you okay. so much for coming. Thank you for allowing me to voice my opinions. On oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be the one that you uh, start sharing with all your friends. You're going to do your video on it. I'm uh, so happy. I'm just going to be real quiet and not talk. I know. Oh, no, oh don't say that. Oh my gosh. This is easy. This is good. It's just like a normal conversation. We do it all the time. It's so crazy that years ago when I first started this, the whole thing. This is going to be a staple. I, my music is a little loud. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh, oh, actually, ooh, ooh. this is the same exact way we started before. Vanessa, can you hand me the remote? Um, there's an Apple TV remote somewhere. Uh, we have a little audience tonight. We do. Grace will be here. Because I'm Vanessa. so popular. Is there a black remote somewhere? Oh, just joking. It's over here. Oh, that's the one yeah. that I couldn't figure out that day. I know. Day. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, it was crazy a few years ago that the whole thing that I wanted to start this, like I always say, is to try to do like a family tree. And the person that I wanted the most was you. Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's pretty crazy. Because I'm the most popular. I told myself earlier today, too, that I'm not going to cry. At least I know, I the cried on the way here, so, right? Oh. <laughs> you are my mother. I did, I did cry on the way over here. Um, so, born in 67. Yes. August 2nd. My name? Oh, August 4th, sorry. August I'm August 4th. 2nd, Diana yes. Torres. Yes, uh, Bizignano Torres. Why do you say that? Because that's my name. My, I was born Diana Bizignano. And then I got married and I became Torres, but... That's my name. As a boy, you probably don't understand that, but... Was it ever a question that you would ever not take dad's last name? Never. Like, not even inter- like never, never even entertain no, that idea? No, and the reason why I didn't change back to Diana Bizignano was because you were a Torres, Vanessa was a Torres. When she got married, I 
kind of thought, you know, maybe a reason, but you're still a Taurus. That's your father. And is the real reason because it costs a little bit of money? It was a, it lot, was of a lot of money. It was right? a lot of money. But, but no, that's true. Like, I mean, that's if I didn't have kids, I, I definitely would have went back to Pacific Nano, but that's yeah your name. So. And when I was, when you were 29, it was 1996. Yes, it was. We talked a lot about it. Yes, we've talked about it. How long were you married for? When did you get married to dad? I got, I was already married seven years when you were born. How did he propose to you? Um, oh, it's a long story, but it wasn't like we have all the time in the world. Um, he had a son and he was fighting for full custody of his son and it looked better to the court. If we were married, I was already pregnant with Vanessa. I was probably like five months, six months. And then, so we went down to the courthouse. We got married the next day. We went to court and he got full custody. What courthouse did you go to? Um, superior court. Where's that? Just downtown. Is that by the batting cages? You know what I'm talking about? No. I think it's around the 51 and... It's by where the um, stadium is. Chase oh, stadium okay. You were, yeah, okay, yeah. got it. The reason that I asked is because when I got married, I went to the courthouse. Yeah, we're not discussing <laughs> that. That's a whole other story. Did a little bit of a different scenario. Yeah, I found out about that like, what, eight years later and I was stunned. It was on the first episode of the first season of stunned. At My Age. I was stunned. I was stunned. That I really bothered me. Why did it bother you? Because you're my son and I need to be included in that. Even if I was like off the deep end at the time, I think he should have found me. I mean, I... I mean, I don't think you were off the... I think you were near the end of your deep end stage, but... but still, that's devastating. When you have a kid, you don't want to know when it's getting married. Do you I mean, consider that really me being made? Grace does. Yeah, yeah well, you were married. I mean, I didn't... I don't just... I don't think about it now because it, it's... You, yeah. I didn't know about it then. But yeah, I mean, when you have a kid, what do you think? You're not going to want to go to this wedding? I mean... That was a yeah. huge thing for Vanessa. I mean, that was a great, I mean, that was to see her. And then you walked her down the aisle. That was, oh. What year was that? That was way later. That was. Vanessa. When did you get audience? married, Vanessa? What year? Uh, 2008. 2008. So that Is was. Is that right, year. Chris? Just not. That was yes. so, that was such a, I mean, it was a great time. I mean. 2008. Okay. So what year? 2008. I was. You were um, probably like four, 15, 16. Yeah. Hi, Grace. Hi, Grace. Hi, love. No, I wasn't 14. I was like 14. Yeah, 14. That was the first time I remember getting really drunk. Oh, Lord. Do you remember? Yeah, um, with Don's daughter and your eating Yeah, Don's daughter, daughter, very beautiful. That was a great first wedding. First time seeing great wedding. So at imagine, True imagine North, if amazing. You, you didn't have a big wedding like that. Yeah, I didn't I, have that a would have been def- That would have devastated me if I oh, wasn't. Oh, my gosh, of course, yeah. yeah. Hi, Grace. Hi, Love Grace. you. Hi, Grace. Um, but in 96, so how did, I'm sorry, we could, okay. let's get back to it real quick. How did dad propose to you? He, I understand, just but said, you just, let's yeah, go do this because he was fighting for custody. Right, and okay, we were going got to court it, the next it. day. And it was, we were going to get married anyways, but. Did you have a formal wedding? No. Just went straight to the courthouse? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you regret that at all? Um. Has ever like crossed your mind? No. I, it's so long ago. No, I don't think so. I mean, no. No, not at all? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not so in the sense things, that you regret that. I mean, I was like, five, so I, was probably, you know? I was really pregnant at the time. I mean, I, I think I was like seven. I don't know. I was really pregnant. And at that time you were pregnant. What year was that again? Oh, you say that? I don't know. A long time ago. Like, I don't know. We were five years before I was born, right? That's when right. you had Vanessa. Six right? years before. Six years before me. So, so 19, three to 90, 90. 1987. No. Yeah. I graduated in 85. Six, yeah. 87. 87. You I had five her years ago, right? I had you had her, her in 88. 88 yes. when she was pregnant in 87. Yeah. Right. Um, I think the 80s are so crazy. Why? It's I don't know. I, I graduated like decade, in 85. I... Love Things you. were a lot different then. Um, so go, uh, the reason why I ask about that situation is because going into your first child, were you always ready for a child? Like, did no. you want to be a mom? Uh, yes. I was raised where, you know, my whole family had kids. I was the youngest. So there was lots of nieces. Yeah, I would say that my you wanted main goal, to. I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to stay home. I wanted to no raise way. kids. But it happened very young. 
So then when you had Vanessa, did you guys uh, wait was, until the pregnancy to know the birth? or did you Yeah, go, we didn't know. You didn't know no, at all? No, we didn't know. And I had Was her, it an option to know? I don't know. Okay. I think it, I think it might have been an option, but I, I don't It was yeah. really weird because I, I had watched kids my whole life. I really, like all my nieces and nephews, always. I was always around kids. And when I had her, it was huge. It was, it was a little teeny baby, and I didn't really know what to do. My mom had passed away just that year. Like it, my mom passed away in 80... Eight, 85. Okay. Like she never met Vanessa. The, yeah. So I was like, I didn't, it was a teeny, like I had babysat, but I, now I look back, I babysat kids that were like four five, six months, never like a newborn. And she had hair and it was just, I didn't know. And she had this big spot on the back of her back. And I thought there was something wrong with her. Like I didn't want anyone to know this. And, and Chris came over and I showed her and Chris, she's like, it's okay. And I thought, oh my God, she's going to be like one of those old ladies with a mole of oh hair God. coming out. Like I was so, she was beautiful. And so then that ended up going away. But Did yeah. you have a C-section or was it a uh, regular birth? Yeah. Yeah. Drugs or no drugs? Drugs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it was. I swear, when I had you, I was not going to take any drugs. It was all going to be natural. And ugh. was it not at all? I was in labor for almost twenty-seven hours. What? Yeah, because I was fighting it like I didn't want, it. and then finally I got it. But then you came out with colic, and I really thought that maybe something that had to do with it, but it didn't. Okay, hold on. Before yeah. we jump into the colic, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. We definitely have to talk about right. that. Yeah. Um, five year gap, as you always yeah, tell me. Yeah, I tried me. to get pregnant the whole time. I was never on any birth control or anything. What mentality that you wanted to have just back to back? Because kids? The, Roger, my ex husband's whole family, they were all having kids and kids and kids, and it kind of like a Mexican thing. You have kids. I mean, that's what. What you do? What you? Yeah, I mean. That's what you, I think Aunt Diane had three kids and it, you know, it was just like everybody was within I, that five year span. Then it became just a point where I was needed to get pregnant. Like it, <laughs> I sent your dad to the doctor. I went to the doctor and even Amphipolis one time, like the Jehovah's Witness came to the door and she had said a prayer for me because <laughs> she even had, I mean, like everybody was getting pregnant. It was just, then I was on a mission. Yeah. Dude, you had to do pregnant. it. And then we had you and it just happened. It was, we were waiting. We're in a great, great spot in our life and I wanted a baby. I mean, that's what I did. That's the way the mentality was. Like yeah. I, that's why I look at you kind of weird, like just push one on, I'll take it. But you know, you know, it's, it's a whole different, I understand. But yeah. if you always say if we have more money, but we were in that position where we had, your dad had built a great business. Everything was good. Like really good. Going from 88 to 92. Yo, real quick. Yeah. I love oh, you I'm real you quick, too. but don't hit so hard on here. Cause we're gonna hear that okay, on the mic. Sorry. You can talk all you want. Okay. Just don't hit. Okay. I love okay. you. So from 87 to 92, uh, Awesome years. Yes, we and built a business. We, we grew. We grew in a great way. We went from living in an apartment to the 90, I think. How old were you when we moved into the big house? I don't know. Like two or three, maybe. Okay. So then we went to a small house. Then we went to a gorgeous house. And your dad was building a bigger business. He was working really hard. And we had little Roger. We had Vanessa. And then we had you. And that was my job, was yeah. to raise a family. Your dad never cooked or cleaned or did everything. That was my job. And his job was to work. And he did great at that. And I'd say I did pretty good. It never missed a field great. trip. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you were a classroom mom, classroom mom, classroom, classroom mom for mom, every one yeah. of your guys, ev- all of you. Yeah. All of you. So that was 96. Yeah. Or that was, sorry, 93 when I was born. 93 when you were born. So you were 96, three years old. Yeah. So three and years old. And that was old. really a great time. We had moved, into, we had just moved into the big house. The business was growing great. Um, your dad and I were getting along. We were like the family. We always had kids over on the weekends, like all yeah. your cousins and um, just, a lot living of the life. We were living the good yeah. life, you know. And I know a lot of our family is going to know this, but the people who aren't our family, my mom is 18 years younger than my oldest aunt. So your oldest sister right. is 18 years older. Right. So when I talk and about... And by this point, both my parents had been gone already years. Like my mom yeah. died... 86, 85, 86. I was 50, 60, you say? 60? How old when she died? 55. 55. And how old was uh, My dad died two years later. Or my dad died when you were probably like, yeah, maybe four years later. 
before you la- after later after my her. mom. Okay, got it. So I don't think I was born no. yet. Yeah, yeah I before. think you, no, you were not born. Yeah, you right. It was born. two years, three right. years after. And so going into you having kids, obviously, like you said before, because you have that such big family, you were raising a lot of kids. And yeah, we're, they were always around. I was always surrounded by kids. Yeah. You know, I have nieces and my Kelly and Andrew are only two and four years younger than me. And then Michael, Andrew, Ashley, Michonne I was always around kids. And those, and yeah, and what I think is so unique about our family is my first cousins are sometimes, you know, eight to 15 to 16 years older than me. Right. So when friends come into the family and I introduce them to someone, it's different because my uncle is, should technically kind of be my cousin or my right. cousin should be my uncle right. but it's not that way well, and I, kelly and andrew kelly andrew was two years younger than me four years younger than me they were more like my brothers and sisters yeah than my sister their mother because she was so much older she was more when my mom passed away that was my mom and it's so it's so crazy to me because times have changed a right. lot and right. we always talk about this we live close now which i'm right. so thankful for but I think when you were when we first started moving here, there was a big kind of discussion between us. Like we live so close, why aren't you always over okay. here? Right. And, right. Yeah. When um when when like I was 80s, first married, right, like when I was first about, married, right? we were like, yeah. way close. And then I we moved to buy our first house. Me and your dad, we moved all the way to the west side. So I all my family was up in the North Phoenix. So it really bothered me because and he said, give me three years and then we'll let me build this business and we'll move up by your Back family. And we did. Then that's cool. when we moved. So then but still, even during that three years, we were way they would come over all the time. Uncle Bill was living in New York and he would come down and stay at our house. I yeah. mean, we were really pretty stable, you know, especially in 96. We were way stable. Yeah. And it's so crazy because in this moment in time with Grace, I feel and to add some context, um, I didn't really know you or dad in the way that we'll talk about in a little right. bit until I was older, like 16 right. or 17. Right. And leading up to really in the last few years, if I realized I'm much more like you and oh, yeah. my dad, way you more than I ever thought, very much so. And it's here, this is why I love this kind of conversation, to hear that at some point dad looked at you as a fiance, wife at that wife, time, wife, wife at that time, course. and said, I need three years, we're gonna right. kind of Grind it out. Right. I need three years, but there will be a point where we'll get somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And that conversation well, from a male to female is really crazy to me. But I also appreciate now being with Grace, where I kind of feel like we've had that conversation from you being on Grace's side, oh, yeah. looking at dad saying, cool, we'll do this for three years. Uh, well, even before that, I remember before when I was, pr- I just had had Vanessa and your dad was working two jobs and I was staying at home. We lived in an apartment and Uncle Bill sent me $200 for Christmas. And I remember thinking, he's just got to be like a millionaire. <laughs> and what did I do with that? I went and bought like a new broom, a mop, stuff for the house. But that was like when we were first together and we went from that to living in an apartment, a couple of apartments. We didn't even have a car when we had Vanessa. And so, Whoa, yeah, boy, we, used, we used Nana and Thata's car. Okay, got it. Okay. You know what I mean? So got it. It was, it <laughs> so was like crazy. your dad was young. He was working two jobs and it was tough. I was, I had little Roger who was only two and a half years old. And then we had Vanessa who was still living in an apartment. And then I would always go visit Aunt Chris and Aunt Barbara. And I, I wanted to be up here, but we lived where your dad was from yeah. and where the business was. Yeah. So then when we bought the house, it was like right around the corner from the business. And he said, just give me three years. And that's what we did. You know, he worked extremely hard from four o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night in the summer in the heat outside. It was a pallet company. It was a pallet company. Yeah, so he was outside company, yeah. and I stayed home with you guys. And then when that, when we had enough money, then we moved up by the family, which that's what we were working for, towards. That's in such a gnarly thing. And how old um, is dad? He's, older than you? No, he's just like two years older than me. Okay. Dad. So relatively the same right? age. Right. Yes. 
So you must have been like 20, 25, 26, I, 27 I, at that time? Because it was before, at 29, you had me, oh, even earlier. No, yeah, I was 26. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I got married at 20, so then you were just six years from Vanessa. So. Yeah. All right, so then at, um, I was born in 93. Right. We jumped in 96, you're 29, right. living the high life. Living the good, I mean, really Really, good. really, like your dreams are coming true. Yeah, absolutely. And um, is there any moments in time during that year that you remember, like, Oh, did so we do something crazy? I know we talked oh, yeah. about songs and movies. We always but had kids. We always had kids over. We always had the nieces and nephews. Like every weekend, it was something either a birthday party or somebody was staying. Birthday parties were huge. Um, we would Especially have the Mexican family. Yeah, we yeah. would have the whole yeah. weekend. I would cook for everyone. I mean, your first birthday, we had like the Power Rangers. We had a jumping thing. We had a magician. There was like a hundred people, including kids. I cooked for everyone. Yeah. And I actually remember our first, my first birthday. We had the Power Rangers. Yeah, and the magician and a jumping. Yeah. Thing. So it would start on Friday, and it wouldn't end till Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you guys, were you um, kind of the partiers? Like, did you guys? Were... We would always get a keg, of right, course. Right. I, I drank, but not. I didn't drink like. Later on, but yeah, yeah, never, you know, just, it was always about family. It was always, then all the kids would spend the night and my, all my sisters and brothers were always there. And it, we were, it was just a whole, like all of us were like a family when there was good times, great times, bad times. We were, we would go to each other yeah. all the time. Aunt Barbara had Tasha, you know, Andrew had Tasha. So that was Vanessa's age and Kiki Bug and just everybody, you know, Ashley, yeah. Michael, Andrew, and then Kelly and Andrew, they were older, but they were at our house all, all the, time. the time, like every single day. That was your best friend and your girlfriend. That's yeah. what you used to say. And oh it was, so it was, weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause they were there. That was, they, you know, all the time. Yeah. All right. So at that point, I just want to, it's funny that I was, you were saying earlier, like the games and the toys that we were buying. Right. Nintendo 64 Oh, you guys always like had the, the best game. toys. Your dad was a big kid and would, like, there was three TVs. And we had, like, the big projection style TV. So there was always a game system on each television. Mm-hmm. And even when, say, like, you kids would go to Nina Cathy's or somebody for Aunt and Uncle Pizza's, the kids would come over and Big Roger play. Because mm-hmm. he was, like, a kid. Like, he would always, he would start shopping for Christmas, like, on November 1st like the night after Halloween so every night he would bring something home and it was he was a big kid you guys always had the best whatever systems on the TVs and you know there was no computer I think we got a computer that had H-O-L-A the dial up thing that was what it was like but he always had the newest gadgets and you guys always had the bikes and yeah so now we're in 2023 oh long so much has happened so much has happened I'm curious of what you would say to yourself go to school Start taking class. I could have all the years I was married. If I would have taken one class a year, I could have been a doctor. But it was real important for you guys to go to school. You guys ended yeah. up going to Catholic school. That was a huge thing. It wasn't like a public school where you could just drop your kids off. You had to um, volunteer. I was homeroom mom for all of the classes. Never missed a field trip. That was what you had to do there. You couldn't yeah. just. There was church every you know all the time. So it was a real interactive. You couldn't just drop your kids off. How was your emotional or, or mentality state then compared to? how I know you now. Um, um, and again, and I, like we said earlier, um, the formidable years of my life, you were there for a while. And then there yeah. was a big chunk where oh, yeah. we didn't speak right. for a while. I got a, 10 years. After the divorce. I wasn't in your life. I wasn't raising yeah. you. I wasn't yeah. raising you. And so at that moment in time, the way that you react to oh. things now or the re the if way that you interact, back. how, like who, if you could describe yourself in that year, Shell shocked, shocked. Yeah. My whole world was turned upside down. No, you know, no, I'm not putting at the divorce. You're saying, yeah, Yeah, that was three years after that. Yeah, so now we're talking 1999. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, 2000. Everything changed. Everything changed, and I was overwhelming, shocked. Um, I didn't have an education. I never had had a job. 
my last job was when I was a senior in high school. Whoa. So I had never, I never worked. I didn't have any education. How early did you meet dad going out of high school? The next year. Oh, wow. I got, I graduated in 85. I was married and had Vanessa in 88. Wow. So and you I really did go worked. straight into parent or yeah, parenting. Yeah, like yeah, you were a mother. Absolutely. I, I had had a job when I met your dad. That's how we met. And at, I was a runner for a security, like for a escrow service, mm-hmm. but I didn't have any education, none whatsoever for t- almost 10, 11 years. I had never worked. I'd never paid a bill. You is got, it foreign to you to look at, you know, grace or other well, women sometimes, that, sometimes, that like aren't I, like going down that route? Cause it's so we're 29. It's different now. You had two, well, well, look two at how kids. I tell you, I always yeah. pressure. I, it's like a pressure to you. Like, I don't understand why you guys don't have, I now seeing you, like Vanessa kind of did the same thing. She got pregnant and, but still, at, you know, went to school and everything. It just, it is foreign to me, but this is the norm now. Yeah. Like when you say we go out with other friends, with each other's friends alone, like how long did it take me to start, stop saying to you, are you guys okay? Are you guys fighting? Is there a problem? That's yeah. the normal thing to do. Me and your dad never did that. We, oh, we, we had friends that were married. That's who we went out with. We never had separate interests at all. So to have all that ripped away, that whole identity ripped away. Of that what, other person. Right. Or like being, being that married, other Right. Right. Yeah, you're with them all the time. Right. I, I had, I was shocked. I had to go get a job in a bar. Yeah. Waitressing. And I had never really, I'd been to bars, but not like that way. No, yeah. like, we didn't go to bars. We drank at home or whatever, but, and then to leave you guys with babysitters, I had never left you guys. And I with of course with my family, you guys never went to daycare or anything, but I'd never had done that either. Do you remember your first check? Like your first, like I, well, I was making like two thirteen an hour as a waitress. So it was more tip wise. Yeah. But do you yeah. remember getting that? Like, do you remember that moment where you went from fully dependent to, Oh my God, this is my first check. At all, no, do you remember no, that? No, no, because okay. it was never you... big enough for me to say. Like, <laughs> okay, understood. It was like maybe was, if I made some making good tips, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It was, I was. I didn't even know really how to do that. So, yeah. to be such a drastic change, I flipped out. I still think that a person should be with somebody to be alone. You have to like being with yourself. So that's been a big change just in right. the last like four or five years to go to dinner by yourself. I had never. I, why you know i don't like me that much you know what i mean like you, you have yeah. to start to like yourself and like being alone yeah. in order to get somebody in your life that would want to be with you i did never knew that i just thought that everybody should be like i'm the, from the generation you look at people that are like 30 not, not married doesn't have kids okay you know are what's you, happening are you what's maybe going on like you know a little crazy yeah no gay or <laughs> oh, you know lesbian I, you know, never yeah. know you don't know yeah. no judgment but yeah that's the first thing that comes to my mind or you know what's wrong with you yeah totally but I wish if, that I would have went to school, got an education, and then maybe had kids. I think that's great. I, but you're never going to have enough money. You're not, like yeah. you say, I'm, we're just going to get a little bit more. We went literally a two-bedroom apartment. That's we all always slept yeah. in the same bed. It didn't matter what. Even when we moved <laughs> to the big house, we all slept in the same bed. Yeah, I mean, uh, being 29 where I'm coming from now. and But it, you being a man, too, is a whole different way I look at things. Like when Vanessa says, you know, she's getting an education, she makes good money. God forbid something ever happened to Chris, she would be able to take care of her. That's the biggest gift. That's all I would ever want. You know, whether you use your education, or not, something can happen and you need to have something to fall back on. Yeah. Um, with you, I think I look at it differently. Like it's expected of you to be making the money, to be the breadwinner. I understand grace works, but you know, I think she should stay home and yeah. not work at all. Not even have a side job. You know what I mean? But I understand things are different. Yeah. She should contribute and that makes who she is. So if something does happen, she has an identity away from, I yeah. didn't have that. That mm. was my identity being a wife and, um, having kids. Are you, are you, are you saying that it makes more sense? Like, 
is it making more sense to you why we do that? Oh, and why people tech, go out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I see if you that would have been the case with me, things could have went a lot differently because things happen. Whether you get a divorce, God forbid something happens to your spouse and they pass away or something, you still need to, it would have been the same thing. I didn't have, yeah. I would have been in that same position to lose that identity. You need to have your own identity and then bring a mother and a wife into that. When you yeah. don't have that, scary it's, it's easier to run you know Absolutely. and that's what i did i made horrible choices you know going out of the divorce oh yeah because right. i didn't i didn't mean really if you know. put yourself it's not an excuse but yeah i i again i'm probably going to say this a lot throughout this podcast and not only this session but other ones but the main thing that I wanted to do is have these questions that I don't think you and I probably have ever sat down and had these kind of situations or even it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's crazy. Just talk. And I don't really remember a lot of that either. So, well, you uh, ended up staying with my sister. Well, even before that, like I, I remember Kelly's condo, right? Um, that was right after the divorce. We were, yeah, ran over like right around the corner. And then shortly after that, I, I remember bits and pieces. Pine I remember top. some of Pine Top. Um, I ran then, you know, made a horrible yeah. choice, you know. But, it, looking, but in that scenario, why I said what I said just now is that I, I'm very excited to not, I'm very excited to be able to see your perspective in that moment because I can only talk about mine from that moment. Right, right? I don't want you to think it's an excuse. Or, oh, I, know, I don't think any of it. And also by being 29, for, absolutely, but right. being 29 versus me being 15 and oh, looking around difference. and being like, what the hell's going on? Right. It doesn't, it doesn't hold the same weight because well, me at 29, older, I understand mature. like you're right. there's things like, again, talking to Trego last night um, or two nights ago, he was just having his first kid at 29. Right. So that gave me a different approach of right, sure what if it was happening. I hope things would have been different. I would have made better choices if I was older. I would 2020, hope of course. Right. But yeah, I think. Right. And I you, hope that you guys make learn from that, mm -hmm. which you both have. I have to say like I, with what I've done, I don't know how I got two kids that like literally you guys could have it wouldn't have been not expected of you to take the opposite way yeah. and you haven't and that is thank god i don't yeah. know like i always give people advice tough love i i when i was working in that realm like you know you need to shut the door on your kids you know i i i don't know if i could do that well i I appreciate that because but I was still st when I was even I would come after you like if you oh got well, that's yeah I appreciate that you even had that mentality during then because when you hit rock bottom and we reach out to you and we also took that same approach of not right um, and I shutting the door and not giving that hard and well I'm even talking in the more recent years like yeah. when we did that kind of right. scenario I think it was a it was you have to yeah we're family and especially now with everything going on and what's happening I feel like our family is a little bit in. A nice a way different, different place, scenario, a way different place, which is so sad. It's yeah. My mom would not like this. Say bye to Vanessa. Love bye you, Vanessa. Vanessa. Love Vanessa. you, Chris. Let's get a little too deep You're first. There it is. I know we're getting intense. We said her name uh, a few yeah, times. Yeah. She had a limit. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's my life has changed. Yeah. In so many different ways. Not great choices all the time, but and it's hard to bring this up. It's hard to like what we talked about last night when no. you said t ten years you were running around and it kind of just jars me because. So that was a long you, time. And as me being out there, then you want to just stay numb because you don't want to think the, the guilt, the shame, yeah. if I could change. Yes, I do think that it was a gnarly scenario in both right. all of our lives. I will appreciate the fact that even in between, though, I, we definitely had spurts of right. like connectivity. I would keep in contact, and, but I never brought you around that situation. I never had you guys in bad situations. No. no. What I ages were those? So uh, if you think 67, 30, so... I'd say, from my 31 to a lot of years. 40. Yeah, will you mute that? Uh, it's, 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 
Okay. Yeah. So I'm like from 20 here, I give it to me. I got it. I, do. I got it. Um, from like 35 to 45, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And that's late to be there. doing what you're doing, to making yeah. horrible choices and yeah. being in horrible relationships and um, struggling, being homeless, hungry. I never, I would never call. There were times yeah. when I should have called and I just, I, I didn't. I Looking didn't. back at those points, do you, how do you feel now? Like how, not so much like judgmental wise. But yeah. I, but just, is it surreal that you're sitting and talking on a podcast oh yeah. right now? Yeah, I or think like you're the, just the, the living at the put, house. The places that I put myself in, what I did. I mean, towards even at the end, I could have been in prison for the rest of my life. I made, I made horrible decisions, but sometimes you have to fit to survive. Totally. And not make an excuse. I could have done other things. The easy, I took the easy way out too many times, but I've realized now this. that it's, right. I've realized now that it's just, I got it. I got you. wait, let me turn it off. I realized now that it, I should, I looking back, I would have been doing life for most of the things that I did. And you told Vanessa, give me this, you're not turning it off. It's off. Okay. It's off. I, I was, uh, you told Vanessa last night that it, that 10 year span was very, you know, ups and downs and left it and right. It was major downs, very few ups. It's different. The ups now are different than I would consider the ups then. Like the ups now to me is, you know, I'm busting my butt and I'm, you know, working. trying to pay rent. I'm trying to do and not making much money. And my body's, I'm older, you know, working really, really hard. Harder than I think you've ever worked. Ever, I've ever, ever right? I've always, when I worked, I worked hard, but this, it's hard. It's not easy cleaning up, you know, but working at night and then the day two, it's being held responsible. These are decisions that, I'd never really made. I mean, I have responsibilities. I have, um, and I not only responsibilities monetarily, but to do right and to be yeah. trusted, to I'm be trusted. Like I know sense. how to screw up. <laughs> I, I, I can do that easy, but being successful and being trustworthy is, is something that I have to think about. I can't just say, well, screw it. Who the no, no. I want to be when you have a child. I want to be in Carter's life and there's boundaries and there's, um, requirements that you guys give me that if not, they could be taken away, which I may not agree with, but yeah, that's, that's called life. That's called life where when I was out the biggest, what I had to worry about the most is getting put in jail. Yeah. When you were 29, what was your relationship with your mom? My mom was already passed away. Both of them were gone. Oh yeah. For many years. My, how was it like in your early twenties going into that? My mom died when I was 18. 19. Oh my gosh. She, oh, yeah. So, but grandpa was alive for a while. Yeah. He lived in um, Florida. I had a good relationship with him. He was supposed to be coming out right before he died, like that next month. And he didn't. Cause How he did he die? He had a heart attack. Hmm. So I had no, my parents were more like Aunt Barbara, you know, like the, I looked at her like as a mommy and Chris, you know, I never, both my parents were gone by the time I was 25. And they were really around our lives for a while. Yeah. Like in the beginning, like the Aunt Barbara and Uncle Bill were, or Aunt Barbara and Aunt Chris were always around. Always. We were super close, like super duper duper close. I mean, and you think of Aunt Barbara, she, Andrew had Tasha, so she had fought for rights with Tasha. So Vanessa and Tasha were the same age. So they did things. She would bring Vanessa along with her all the time because she had Tasha, you know, when they yeah. go on vacation. So we were always super close. Yeah. At 29, um, how's the world around you outside of family? Do you um, remember anything like we have movies? And yeah, I always like shows, listen, you know, what, did, I always what were like, you? What were your hobbies outside of having us? Did I didn't have, have any. <laughs> I didn't have any hobbies. I didn't. I. That's what I mean. That's why when I, you should, you should. Your identity should not just not. I'm not saying neglect your kids, but if something catastrophic happens, I had no idea who I was. Yeah. That's who I was. That's. That's was my whole identity, my whole world. Right. I, I, I didn't go, I didn't go to school. I didn't take classes. I didn't, 
and then imagine if we would have stayed married, but then you get, that's why you have the empty nest because right. when your kids go, you don't, that's really like, that's what it was like. It was yeah. super hard. I, that was my only relationship that was, you know, yeah. it was, it was going huge. into those, uh, going into two thousands outside of, um, you know, family that was a big and stuff. Time in the world did you guys do any like trips? Do you guys do any we went like, on vacation? We would yeah. always go on vacation. That we, was making good money back then. Yeah. Right? We went to Disney world, Disneyland, and we went on a vacation for two weeks by ourselves. It was always about family. It was always, we would go down to Tucson and Nogales all the time on the weekends. It was always, who are you hanging out with? Who are the married Peace couples? And Ron, yeah. Becky and Mike and us. And then even at that, when we got a divorce, those were your dad's friends. Oh, that's your dad knew them ron and poopies well not poopies but ron and michael from school so yeah. they they that was their Sided friend right so i even lost that how are you um looking back at like now do you like if that was specific times do you think about it differently now that you're older oh yeah 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 what would you tell someone if i was going through go that to school go get yourself outside of going to school but like emotionally do you ever think like everything's just hobbies. gonna be okay get, no, and... get some hobbies get your get a whole identity you can't on different things. Like yeah. it's a pie. Remember I tell you it's a pie yeah. and there's slices to the pie. And if one of the pieces of the pie goes, you still have other identities when your whole identity is the whole pie. That's not a, yeah. that's not a healthy life. Yeah. Like you have different, you have everything hobby, there. right. And yeah. if, well, if one of your pieces of pie goes away, like you don't have this podcast, well, you have other things that are going on or yeah. you have to get a new job. You have other things to fall back on friends and other, other coping skills to go to when it's all one pie and that pie goes. Yeah. Where where do you do? I always say the biggest thing with people is to find hobbies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you do, just like, different things. Be different. You're you're not. You have you should have different things in your life. Yeah. You know? But when you, I mean, you should never just base your whole life on one thing because if that thing goes. Yeah, you have your foundation. And it's a huge rocks. thing, but I should have had other things. Going. I should a whole, to be a whole person. You need yeah. to do lots of different things, and I try to do that now. Yeah, it's hard. It's what are your hobbies hard. now? What do you do? Oh, I listen to podcasts. You now. listen to podcasts. I, I mean, I, I'm working so hard. I I do need to. Well, I've been branching out, like talking to old friends from high school, like yeah, going, going to parties and stuff. Yeah, and like doing different, trying to put myself out there because I'm old now. You know, it's hard. It's you think hard changes at 29, at 55 to change is so you. There's so many more excuses you could make. I'm old. I'm heavy. I don't I have education, but your life, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm going to live 10 years more, but you know, now people live a lot longer. Both yeah. my parents were gone at 57 and 55 on my mom's age. Yeah. How does it make you feel? It's very, it messes with your mind. How so? Because I look at my mom and the way that she was, she'd gone through similar things that I went through and she was really tired and really over life and wished herself sick. And then when she got sick, wanted that to stop and couldn't. And I see myself in so many aspects. Like, I tell you, if you ever, if would have already had a child by now, I probably would. Yeah. That maybe will give me a few years to rejuvenate, but it's hard. It's. Yeah. Do you ever look back at like when you were even four or five years ago and take that time to step back and say that? I do. I don't. I don't myself, but I when I see you guys and you say stuff to me and it, like it brings me to that. Yeah. Um, look at what you've done, like. You know, yeah. I, I, I guess as a person, you don't really look at your achievements, you know, and you praise yourself or whatever. Yeah. But from four years ago. Big difference. Yes. Even three years ago. Oh, I mean, you've been right. living in the apartment yeah. for two now, two right. and a half. Even like two years ago after I had gotten out of the hospital and stuff, think about that time. Yeah. How do you feel about that time? What was your mentality? Or like, do you. I was done. During that time. I was done. Yeah. I was done. You saved my life doing what you did. Yeah. You saved. Because as much as me getting the apartment and being held accountable, that was huge too. Like, I mean. 
overwhelming and just so many years of just yeah doing making bad choices and hurt, harming myself putting myself in positions to be harmed and be harmed who do you blame me yeah i kept putting myself in these horrible relationships and just thinking i could fix them and you know you take lessons from those at all I, yeah, I don't ever want to be in a relationship. Um, <laughs> I just, it's hard when you're not a whole person. How can you expect a whole person to want you? It's un, it's like a really rich person being with somebody that's poor. They're not going to be attracted to that person, but you know, I was not a whole person. Well, so of course I gravitated to poor towards men that weren't well, that weren't whole people, you know, cause that's who you attract, you know, yeah. what I, you know what I'm saying? So the main goal is to get yourself a whole person and then hopefully you'll be gravitated towards, or even just friends. Hey, well, that's who you Your hang circle. out circle. Yeah. Right? And now I don't really have a circle. Like I don't, I can't go to the people that I used to drink with. I can't go to the people that I used to party with. And so to put myself out to people that don't do those things, cause I don't do those things now. I'm did, old and did I, you, but did you feel that way at 29? Was there a reason why you didn't go out and you didn't have, you know, well, I started working in a bar. Well, no, even before I'm talking more about when, um, you were with dad before the divorce. That was, was I never thought of ever, ever. Like, we had but did first, you have, you didn't have, you didn't even have a circle then though. Cause you no, had, you had, had his, his circle. circle. That's right. Right. And That's then right. as when that collapsed, you had a circle that unfortunately may I, have not I been didn't the have best a circle, circle at all. So I went to get numb and I yeah. started gravitating towards people that were getting numb and that was my circle. And I even felt kind of weird about that circle. And then after many years, either you need to become that those people or you need to get I out. I think a big change lose, too. You, I mean, who do you hang out with? You hang out with people that are doing things that you're doing. And I wasn't doing very good. So yeah. I was going to go start hanging out with people that were doing good. I yeah. mean, then you'd look really like a piece of shit. I hung out with pieces of shit because I was a piece of shit. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that that same mentality that you had then has small inclinations of kind of how you're feeling now too though oh absolutely because now i i, I didn't ever realize that that's why i'm alone well where am i gonna go i can't really go like the people that i work with they all drink i, I don't um i can't go to the people that do drugs i don't so yeah. to put myself up that's why i'm just kind of slowly it's, it's taking time because i don't make good decisions so how do i know yeah. if that decision is going to be good <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean like yeah. i'm still reluctant on myself so me and larry just kind of hang out and, larry your dog yeah, yeah. My dog. and so like <laughs> your boyfriend and, yeah. yeah but he's my like my kid but yeah i mean that's all like yeah. i was saying to you guys the other night like if something was to happen to me you guys have your own lives but it's not like um I talk to you. I mean, I talk to you a lot, but yeah. you, know, you have your own things going on. You don't stop by my house every day. God forbid something was happening to me. It would take days. I, I would hope to say less than days. Well, but it yes, would be my work, but saying. I'm off a lot. So then yeah. they would call you. I mean, that's who I'm accountable for to go to work. And I have friends there too, but they have different interests and they have their own lives. Like I want somebody that just has no life and no interest. And then, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very, it's hard. And at it's 55, different. it's to put yourself out there. It's not that easy. Like, okay, so say I want to meet somebody. Where do I go? Yeah, I mean, most people yeah. go to clubs. Most people go to bars. I mean, what, yeah. go to the library. I mean, people are probably geeking, but maybe that's where I need to go to. Right. Well, but, I think the steps that you're taking now to get a different job that you are working yeah, there is going to definitely help absolutely. you get into that. And plus, working nights is a whole different Tough. world because I sleep during the day, and it's I like it, but I have to be in the world a little bit more. I have to put myself out there, and which is scary. But I know once I get into a job, I'll be fine. Be it's fine. just getting yeah. there. It's just, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like it's me getting there. Once I'm there, I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm personable. I work really hard. I'm a good employee. But it's just getting there. And getting then to that point. You know, you talk, you go on an interview, and the person's like 
25. Like, I want to slap some of these kids. Like, I remember I went recently to a job, and he's, like, chewing gum, and just, like, he, he just on his phone. Like, it's a whole different world. Like, maybe he's on his phone for work, but listen, we need to look at each other. You yeah. Know? Or you always go online and do, I want to go to an interview, like, just me and you, and then I'll get the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not yeah. like that. I don't really know about computers yeah. too much. I mean, my phone, but... I don't have like a desktop or like, I'm not in that world. Absolutely. You get me there. You push me to do that, but it's so different. You don't just walk in somebody, you don't even know, are you looking for people to be hired? No, you got to go on the site. Online and and go through there. If you see me, you're going to like me, but you can't (laughs) see me. Like I can talk my way into anything, you know, good or bad. When you, um, when you think about me being 29. I think it's the, i watching you guys grow, like watching you when you have a child, watching them grow up and be productive. And I'm so proud. Like I just, I, it's, different you know yeah. like I want to give you sometimes I give you advice but that's my old advice like pushing you to have a kid I understand why but come on it's enough is enough okay just I I, like I tell you just have the kid and give, give it to me and Vanessa <laughs> and then you can go on with your own life but we wouldn't even judge you know what I mean but it's it's the it's world's different. different it's changed it's, yeah and I I'm old you know I'm not young but to say that is I don't feel sometimes I do but I don't feel like I'm like at my mom's age you know yeah isn't it crazy to think about the times that during that, even I know I always bring it back to 96, right, but, she, but how many years she'd gone through with all the kids, you know what I mean? To have, imagine having a kid at, you know, 20 and then having a kid at 37. It's just so different. Your mother did that yeah, as yes, we were saying. Yes. Really. Yeah. So she went through a lot, but still it's to look at you guys is just so, and then to look at like Carter. Yeah. I want you, I wish trying to Vanessa two twin girls, but. Oh my God, two twin girls. Just so she could see what she put. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you always want to have a girl first? Were you hoping for that? I didn't. I didn't didn't care. No. But after, we'll go back to you. And after I had you and you had colic. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So I I would have had more. Yeah. I would have had a lot more. When I was born, mm-hmm. I don't remember any of this, but so the story goes that for the first six months, I cried nonstop. Not, it was literally, it was literally the first three months, not, you did not sleep. You did not stop crying. Maybe 15 minutes all day. And then I would shut down everyone. Like for just that 15, it was really, it was, it was tough. Your dad would leave for work and I'd be in the same clothes in the same chair. He'd come back 10 hours later and I'd be in the same clothes in the same chair. Plus I had little Roger and Vanessa too to take care of. So it wasn't like it was just you and even they had had enough with you. I mean, it was just bad. It was, it was, it was so bad. And we tried everything, went to different doctors. We did everything. I mean, everyone did everything. People would say, it's you, you're high strung. My sisters, they'd come over, they'd be like, we're never doing this again, you know? Because it was so, it was bad. It how was, did you deal with that situation? Like, it, how did you, I, again, being that age, I think I go they back. Had one bottle. It was a pink bottle. It was called Mylocon. That was the only drug. That was the only thing that we could give you. And now they have rows. I went to Target recently and they have rows and rows, like these pillows and these different things. And for colic. For, co- for specifically oh, colic. Oh, There was only that. And there were times I would take that whole bottle and pour it in one bottle and give it to you, and it still didn't work. It was that was it, and it it was bad. It was real, and I never had another one. Did it, at any point did you like you know think in that moment? Could you remember like a moment in time where you just I had had it insane many times. Like yeah. I, there was a couple times I just thought if I put a pillow over your face and made it stop, and then I would go, and then I would just take a shower and go to sleep, and yeah. then I would take whatever happened. It was really it was tough. It was. It was really, it was trying. It was, it was. And it, um, it's amazing to me that the thing that you think about back then is like going to school and doing, you know, work experience, 
but nothing is ever going to get you to that experience, through right? That. Like through, not even right. through that. Yes, through that. But then nothing is going to prepare you for that either. To no. think you have a stepson that's older, you have He's Vanessa, like seven. and then you have me coming out, and you think everything's going to be great. And yeah, it was. It was. That's all I wanted. It's all I. I was like obsessed. And that mentality of pushing through, I feel like you've always had. Like you said earlier, well, yeah. you have to kind of fit to your scenario. You have to kind of yeah, maneuver no matter where you go survive, into it. Right? Yeah. And, and you have Where'd no that come life. from? I, I, I mean, I can really get into any situation and get myself. I hope. Well, I've been in some tough situations. Yeah. I've put myself in some bad situations and I've gotten out of it a few times. I didn't think I was going to make it. But at that point, too, I really didn't. But I'm like just like crazy. Like I think back to now certain things. One time, let me tell you this time. I was hanging out with this girl and she was on, we were both on drugs, but she was on drugs and she was like crazy. And I, all day long I was with her and I just couldn't take it anymore. And I was sitting outside of the street of a car and this guy came up with a gun and he was going to carjack me. And I got out of the car and I said, listen, shoot me now because I've been with her all day long and I don't care. You could shoot me and take it. And the guy literally just walked away. Like he, it was like no joke. Like that's what I mean. Like certain things like that, like, like I had had it with her and I was yeah. just so crazy. Yeah. I literally got out of the car. Do it. Just do it. And the guy was like, oh, God. We always talk about in certain scenarios, you're very into law and order. Yeah. You're like crime things. And you always talk about, you know, um, going from a real world to a prison or right. just anything, a confinement, whatever you want to oh. call it. Um, I'm going to kind of spin that okay. question to a, you had all, you had 42, 45 years of, of absolutely. Oh, I was going to say absolutely pedal to the metal, do everything possible. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. At some certain point, maybe back, maybe up to 50, your life was a lot. You did a lot. And then in the last few years, totally, totally flipped. Yeah, now hard. it's you and Larry in an apartment. You're yeah. doing the quote unquote normal thing. Yeah. It was um, tough. The chaotic of like my whole life. And then the first couple nights, I remember I called Aunt Barbara and I said, it's so quiet. It was like, I told her it was like solitary confinement in this new apartment that I had moved in because it was so different. We lived on a corner of downtown Grand Phoenix where, where literally the, the fire department came three or four times a day with the lights on, doors open. Even the dog was shell-shocked as, as quiet. And Aunt Barbara said, what do you want me to come shoot a gun? And, and, uh, <laughs> but it, it was a big, it, that's a big culture change, you know, that's from having chaotic people in that life to I shut everyone out and it, just me and the dog. Yeah. Just me even. And to rely on just me, that's pretty tough because I don't make good decisions. I didn't for a very long time. Yeah. Didn't even think about the consequences. Now I have to think if it, you guys stopped, like even with recently the house that I cleaned and yeah. everything, if I went back to drinking, you would stop talking to me. And so at, I, I look at consequences and I take them very seriously because it's... Isn't that crazy that you didn't for so long? Well, I had no consequence. Well, there were consequences. But they just were like almost like a facade. Like, yeah, but the consequences happens, were even like like going... Now I think that like going to jail, like driving down the road, like I, I don't want to get pulled over, you know? Yeah. Then I, I didn't care. I mean, the consequences were so severe that I, you'd think that you would think, don't do it. Yeah. But when you... I guess the choices, I mean, it's so crazy. I would never make the same choice. Would you now. say you had less stress during the craziness no, than no, now? no. No. Isn't that crazy that you you can't, um, your brain is in the scenario that you can relate it to confinement. Right. But it's less stressful in confinement yes. than it is out in the wild doing absolutely crazy stuff. Yes. That's a very um, it's juxtaposition. It's very right? weird. It's very, that's why I don't judge. I don't judge anyone at a, ever because when you say I'd never do that, you're going to do it. 
like I, when I first started, I, I would never lose my kids. I would never not use my education. I'd never not have a car. I would never, ever go to jail. <laughs> I would never, um, like, and then within six months, that had all happened to me. So your bar kind of goes down, like, that's why you can't judge. I never judge anyone because you never know. And yeah. don't ever say never because looking at my life up to that point, I would never, who would, I would never go to jail. And I went to jail how many times on your stupid charge, failure to return rental property. It's always going right? back but to that. that. Was the beginning. It was like, and even when I went and got, I went to prison, I didn't, it wasn't for murder. It was for a bad check. So like, but there's the bar. Right. You will, you'll say, I'll never go to prison no matter what. You know what I mean? That yeah. could be the standard. Now my standard has gone Deviates a little, a little bit. Right. I'd never be a murderer, but things happen and even when I went to prison I didn't even realize about the felony I was almost getting out like in a week and I told the girls I don't know if you guys are felons you know they wanted to get like a massage therapy I don't know if you can get financial aid um are you guys felons and they looked at me and said I was in prison and they said you're a felon and that like hit me like what do you mean like I looked at him in disgust like you maybe even I how old were you then Oh, I was 40, 30. 40, oh, 40. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that was like, I don't know, eight years ago. I very, I mean, I was still, but I'd still judge them too. Like, and I thought, Oh my God, I can't vote. Like I, that was crazy. I don't care about yeah. the guns, but even then the, the bar is different. You know, like you, I tell you all the time, jail is horrible, worse than prison, but the bar, you would, what do you think? Like no, Never. Think prison, hey, it's really, but it's, everything is relative. It's jail's yeah. really bad. Prison isn't that bad, but they both are bad. You yeah. know, they're both are horrible. And the decisions making to get to those points are you need to eat. But then I should have went and got a job. You yeah. know, there's different. It's you can't judge anyone. Absolutely. I, especially, I, especially when you don't know what happened before and after. Right. And you never know somebody's life. You never know. But and on the opposite, opposite end, I did have other things that I could have went to that would have been better. My family, you know, different things instead of choosing the easier way. But yeah. when, the easier way is never easier. How do you feel about that now? If I could take back, if I could take... 20 years, you and really, Vanessa, yeah. You and Vanessa. If I could take all the shame, what I put you guys through and how that's a big thing to me now. I don't ever want you guys to feel ashamed of me or, yeah, and I'm pretty honest. I'm pretty honest. I'm, I'm, and a lot of things like when people have gotten in trouble in our family, I, at least I have like the wherewithal to tell them some good advice, whether they listen or yeah. not. So in a way there would have been nobody else in the family that, to you know, go through that. Yeah. We were saying last night that at the time in the late nineties, early two thousands, and obviously I don't remember that as much, but the family was so on a trajectory that, especially with you and dad, um, you were such a core part of that. And when that, and when that crumbled, you said last night that it was like a wave through the family because it was the first time that a speed bump hit where for years, I'm assuming after grandma and grandpa's death, you know, there was right. bumps in the road, but, but it wasn't like a big seismic kind of right. wave. And that was huge. How were you dealing with that at that time I just period. ran I ran I tried to get in another relationship to make it better and it didn't and just I then from there like bad I bad choice after bad choice after bad choice the best thing I could have ever done was leave you guys where I am I think there no matter what my sisters my family for stepping in and if I wouldn't have had that think about how your life would have been absolutely completely different Com totally different yeah I mean I thank God it might not have been the best thing I never brought you guys around that but still it, 
was yeah. my family saved you. Absolutely. I think I would never, I will never be able to repay them for that. And even me hurting myself, they weren't happy about it. Like Uncle Bill said, I'm not tired of, I'm tired of you hurting you. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and to get a second chance, a fifth chance, a sixth chance, yeah. like they've given me so many chances and it's, they, you get tired of it. I yeah. wouldn't get tired of it, you know, like enough. I kind of think you were, yeah. I mean, that's why you made that such a big change right. when you and had the opportunity. Thankful. You could have yeah. said no, right. you could have just said no, I'm okay. I wasn't and... going to ask for anything, and, but I didn't have a choice. I was a felon with a dog. I couldn't even get an apartment. I couldn't, there was no way. And I, I never really had gone to them for money. Like when I was going through bad things, I had been in some bad situations. I didn't call them. I didn't. There were times I was on the street, hungry, no place to live, and I didn't. I never really went and begged for money. I mean, I'm sure they would, absolutely, but there would have been consequences. There would have been requirements. You're not going to do any more drugs. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that, so I just didn't ask. Like I didn't want to be told, okay, well, we'll help you, but you have to do this. I yeah. wasn't ready to say, okay. Yeah. And when you have to get hit a bottom, and everybody's bottom's different. And I didn't want to have to listen to how bad I was and the bad things I did. It's not easy to hear. It's not easy to see. But I missed out on so much. And that ten years, twelve years, weddings, and Michael having his kids, and Ashley's. I missed out on all that. There, there's nothing that will ever get that back. That's a huge thing to me. I feel guilty in a lot of ways on that. Do you feel like that's, um, if you can kind of. How can I say this? It seems like there's a couple of threads whenever we talk about the past. One is definitely, you know, get an education and be yep. like your own person in a yes. relationship. Yeah. Um, the point that you just touched on, I think, is something that always comes back to that, that you can't get back. Nope. You I always say you Vanessa's wedding and I was at like Vanessa's that. wedding. That yeah, was huge. Yes. I can grasp under that. Yeah. But I remember when we had had, when we weren't talking, then we talked and we were driving from the restaurant. I remember when me and mm -hmm. you, and Vanessa, and you said, I said something and you said, Mom, you're still living back at that time. We've moved on. You got to pull yourself out of, you can't keep, you're not, I was stuck back then though. Like your life stops when you go to get numb. You guys all, your life went on. You didn't, you weren't getting numb. So normal progression in life. And I was still stuck back there. And that hit me hard. Like mom, that story was from a long time ago. We've told it had been 10 years. Mm -hmm. After that night that we rekindled, what did you do when you went home? Cried. Me too. A long time. I was with Ashley Osmond at that time. It's, it's one thing to... It was to, the crazy... It was the most... You were older and you could understand, but... To, yeah, I was 22, 23 at the time. But I'd then I had to there. look at what I had done. 22, 23. What I had done, the damage that I had done. Yeah. Yeah, we went to dinner that night. And I think it was really the first time that you and Vanessa and I sat at a table for... And I seen firsthand what, what running and getting numb and being selfish and shutting you guys out the damage the real damage that i had done what did you do when what was your life like when i reached out at that point you were living at that house i was that, tired yeah. i was getting tired i had had enough i i couldn't make excuses anymore i i was working i was working mm. a real job and i was done with that life too like i just couldn't take it it's a lot of chaos it's a lot of um uncertainty they lie it's just i wasn't raised like that so Oh yeah. I could always go back and say, well, my family, this, there's a lot of people that don't have, some of them, their family was the same way. They're used to that chaos. I, I was, you did. It, it's a whole different world. And so I knew that other world, but comes responsibilities and um, accountability in the good world. And in that world, there isn't any, 
And somebody told me one time when I first got in there, it'll get easier. Like uh, it was the first Christmas I wasn't with anyone. And he told me as time goes on, it get easier. It never got easier. It never, ever got easier for me because I remembered. And there was a way I could get back, but I would have to do certain things. The real re- true reason why people do that is because they don't want to be held responsible. I don't, you know, I didn't want to have to live up to the normalcy. It wasn't you're doing like it now. Were, right, it's hard. Right. You it's didn't want to go it's through what you're doing it's hard. now. It's, there's, it's hard being an adult. Yeah. It's hard being, having responsibilities. There, there are different responsibilities. You know, you're, it's, it's more like micro responsibilities, not macro. It's day to day responsibilities. Yeah, like you're thinking about small. how you're going to get your drugs, Where's how you're going to eat. Yes. Right? You're not thinking long-term like, okay, maybe I need to put some money in the bank. Cause what if something happens or you, you don't even get insurance. You know, it's literally, they give you a box for your electricity and you, you have a card and you can go put a dollar on. You can, you, they don't ever send you a bill it's what you can put on that card. So like if the lights go out, you don't have to pay a reconnection fee. You just got to go put money on this card. That kind of is like what the life is like. Like it's just a moment by moment you're living. Wow. That's a crazy analogy. APS doesn't have that situation. SRP does. So it's, you can get it. That's what they give you. Oh yeah. So you don't ever get a bill. You just, if you, you can literally put 10 cents on the card. Yeah. That may get you through the day. Wow. Of electricity. Of electricity. So that's kind of like what your life is like. Like you just, you, you just, you're just going moment by moment. You're not thinking, and a why, like, why would you do something like that? And honestly, I'll be, I don't know why. And that's uh, when somebody tells you that they may, may really not know. Like, why mm. would you make that decision? There's consequences. Just there. You're, you're just worried about, okay, can I get through that day? And after so many years of doing, living like that, you, you get so tired. Cause it was at least eight years. It was more than that. It was like well, 50, from, from the moment that we had that, Oh, dinner, talk. It was just a couple eight years or nine years. No, I'm saying it from the moment oh, yeah. that it all went off. It was like eight or nine years. And then we had that talk. Me and coming it was in another, and out like, of me coming in. another year or two after that, before that it really got of, there. That I said enough is enough. Like I had built back trust with Vanessa. That doesn't mean you guys were coming to my house. Yeah. Coming over. But I was more consistent. If I said I was going to do something, I would, it was yeah. very important that I showed up for that. It wasn't coming in and there, you know, talking to you one month and then not talking for six months. Like I would call, I would make it a conscious effort, especially with Vanessa. Cause she kind of like shaped Shuts the bound. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. She, and it was, it, mom, you can't be, if you want to be in our life, you need to be consistent. Not every day, but you know, I was held accountable and I had to build up that trust and build up that trust. And, you know, I was really sick of that. I, had had enough and I knew I could do it, but it's so insane to think that those time parallels were happening at that moment where you were going through what you were going through. And we really did not talk, not talk at all. And then on the other side, I don't know why I reached out. Um, you were living when I think you were living and you had just gotten that apartment you were still with Michael. I mean, you were still working there yeah. and then you got that apartment and then you, Scottsdale. then you decided you want to be a DJ. So that you kind of got rid of that apartment. That was at that time. I was still living. Over oh, wow. There. Yeah. So I wonder, was, I see, I, we always talk about journaling. I'm looking at Grace, but. Okay. That's when I went to jail, but I had been kind of talking oh, to you. Yeah. Like I was kind of talking and then when I was in California, yeah, when okay, I came well, to California, when, when I drove out here and you didn't get released that, was that day, prison. that was many years before. And that wasn't even my fault either, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it really was not my fault either, but, um, yeah. So you were living in California and then when I was getting out of prison, then I remember getting a letter in prison. Then you were totally. at the gate and they didn't let me out. Not my fault again, but I had to go back through and then I got out the next day, but it was your fault that you were in prison. Yeah. And when I, well, let's, let's, but there was since, okay, so yes, I had had yes. a warrant and then when I got arrested, I gave him my maiden name. And so I went to jail for the warrant. Well, when I was in, I, then I, when I went to jail, then they sentenced me and I went to prison for three months and 
when then when I was in prison, they were letting me out. They always run your name to see if you have any wants or warrants. So I didn't. They were letting me out. Well, when I got arrested, I had given the wrong name and they charged me with that. They didn't realize. So they charged me with it again. Didn't let me out of prison. You guys were waiting at the gate. And Vanessa was, what did you do now? I mean, it literally, it was a misdemeanor. It wasn't my fault. The prison was trying to help me because it was their fault. So they real, didn't take me to court. I don't think I was at the prison. No, you were at home. You were waiting. And because you were at breakfast, you guys were waiting to come and then they said they weren't going to let me out so you guys didn't come but you had came from California for that day oh and I only remember the so time where I went downtown and I was going to no, bail out of different. jail that was, okay that was I'm different. talking about that one too okay yeah that, okay, yeah so we, I don't I, was, I don't think I, was, I don't remember the breakfast one this was just right before I moved out of that house like we I got pulled over and I had a, the same warrant and from that time they didn't take it off and that's when they took me in and you came and picked me up and I called Aunt Chris. I didn't, couldn't remember anybody's number, and they don't give you, you don't have your phone. Yeah. So I just kept dialing, dialing. And Aunt Chris was out of town, and it just came up Maricopa County jail, just on her recorder. And that's when she called Vanessa or you and said, Your mom's probably in jail because nobody else in the family yeah. ever goes to jail. So then you guys. <laughs> not anymore, but no, yes, anymore, yeah. But then you guys came and got me. But I mean, yeah. even for me to call Aunt Chris, I was coming back into the family. Like, yeah. I, I started coming to function. Yeah. So I don't, I don't remember the prison one being at breakfast with Vanessa, but I do vividly I, remember the one that time yeah. was coming out of the jail. And then jail. you sat outside the whole time. No, I was working at Vox DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and you were just about ready to leave, Michael, because remember something had happened that, because you were on the phone with them. So there was some sort of a situation with Michael's work and you. And then I think you just left that next week. Oh, wow. That's when that was. Because remember, I, I don't know, but yeah, something happened with that. Yeah. But I remember because the next day when we went to the courts to pay and you were on the phone with them. Remember you picked me up and when you took me oh, out of yeah. the Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Over right by the house over in, in Tempe. We right. went over there to right. um, pay something. Right. And then you something. were on the phone with your work and something had happened and you left them very recently, like a week later. Yeah. We I didn't leave there. them, but. But you know what topic. I mean? Yeah. You weren't, yeah. you weren't yeah. with yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. But you had um, had that apartment. I came and cleaned when you moved out. So I was. Yeah. And I, even at that, like, even at your best, some things happened. And like, I, that day I was like, oh my God. Like, what I, day? The day when I went to jail that oh. time. And I'm thinking, I'm, things are going good. Like, I'm trying to get, like, my. And it was that damn warrant. And it was there fault too they didn't take the warrant so it really was like i was telling the truth but i still had to go back yeah. and to call and just, just let you guys down again but i at least had a little bit of credit i had yeah. a little bit of like you know maybe it really wasn't her fault and you seen and we took care of it all i want to make sure that you know as your son that it's never a credit-based scenario. But it was at you that know, time. Like I just, if I would have called years before, though, you would have been like, she did something else stupid. At least yeah, you had a little bit of... Yeah, like, you're she, right. You know, a little bit of repertoire, in a right, sense. Like, yeah, like, like you'd it, seen there me coming around. Going. Like, I was trying yeah, to pull Yeah, that would have happened six years ago. No, would have been like, what the hell is going on? And Chris yeah. wouldn't even have told you. And, totally not. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But... I it's, had a little. I had a little bit of um, not credit. What would you say? Like repertoire. Like you get a little bit of backing re, behind you. Yeah, credit like, in a sense. I get what you're way, saying. Like, I, like, yeah, not. I was trying to say it's not credits that you like get I wasn't, with us, like, but it's well, yes. Vanessa held me account. Remember, you got in the car and you said, "Okay, now we're gonna call her." And you called her on the speaker. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, yeah. you know, I had to listen <laughs> to her, bitch." Like it was so simple. as, why didn't you take care of that? And I didn't even know. So yeah, you know, but I had to listen to that. But you were always a little bit softer. Like Vanessa, she's tough on me, you know, which yeah. she should be. Yeah. I think if you had a child, it would be a little bit different because it's not just me hurting you. It yeah, she's me, protecting her family. Right, and I told, thank God. Yeah. Know, but if you, it makes you feel any better, um, when Grace and I first started really dating, I always told her, you know, just give it a few months before you come into this family. And it wasn't even about you, but it's like our entire family is just a, a lot. lot. We're a lot. lot. It's and a lot. Everyone listening will get that eventually because we're all going to have them on. It's a lot for me too. Like, you know, I was the one who did go to jail or did go to prison or did like, it's a lot to be that person. 
when you, when I wasn't for a long time, yeah. but, but yeah. I hope that people remember me when I was good and not judge because like, I don't judge anyone in this family because things happen. Yeah. What would you have done at your age right now? No education, everything, your house foreclosed on no car. And what, I mean, I'd hope you wouldn't make the same decisions, but you're at literally rock bottom. It's like, easier I to get numb and have two responsibility of two kids. And well, that's what I was saying earlier. You know, when I was 14, 15, 16, it, I couldn't even fathom. I didn't even have the question of, you know, what were you doing at my age? Right. You know, plug it. But just like that mentality of trying to relate to you on a certain scenario. Cause when you're then you, that's my mom, that's right. my dad, they're right. parents, they're adults. People, they should have everything figured out. And now being cut 29, somebody a little slack a little bit sometimes. You, you, know? you have to, like you you keep saying, you can't judge everyone for the, and for but what they're by doing, the grace but, of God, there goes I, that's what I always say to myself. Say that like, again. But by the grace of God, there goes I like, I'm been spared. Like, don't, don't judge somebody. Just think of, imagine putting yourself, you in their shoes. Yeah. What you can't really judge anybody by the choices that they make because you don't know what they've gone through or you, sometimes you have to eat. Sometimes you have to have shelter and you, when there is, you don't have, you can't go to your family there. You have no, no way to make money or no, you, sometimes you have to do things that, you would never want to do it, but yes, you put yourself in those positions. I get it, but you have to take a look and think, help put your re, outreach, your hand always, because you just don't know. Now, once you help somebody and they burn you or whatever, okay, then you can, you know, not help them. But does that, you, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. when you're hungry, I'm, I'm talking when you're yeah, hungry, I want to talk about that statement is absolutely nuts to me. Cause you're right. I was very fortunate to have the family that we had. All of us are. But there's a certain type of... Um, Hunger. There's, But there's a certain type of person Hunger. that has been in that. So, Hunger. Yeah. I, I understand what, what you're well, I mean, I'm talking... no, Like, you can't go to your pantry. There's, there's no nothing. Pantry. Yeah. There's... Below, you're below rock bottom. Below that's even rock bottom. What is that? That's yeah. way... Rock bottom is so... Empire, yeah. Everybody's bottom's Empire. different, but I'm talking... Literally walking the streets and having nowhere to go, not one penny, nothing. There's a fast way to do something. It's not a good way, and there's consequences. You don't even think about the consequences. Yeah, going back to that 10 cents to get you through a day, I mean. To get electricity in your house, I'm not even talking for a car or like insurance or these are things that normal people don't look at. So I don't yeah. ever judge anybody, and drugs have a lot to do with it, and you want to get numb. You don't want to, who wants to realize that you're a police, a big piece of shit. I mean, yeah. you're not being a productive citizen. Yeah. I was going to say you're not a part of society in a sense. And that, it, but there's a whole nother society that has a lot of different rules and that you have to, it hasn't, yeah, yes, there's say a lot. Again. There's a lot that lives by us. Oh, over right. Here. And yeah, when, yeah, there's yeah. things that they do that you, uh, I couldn't do. I couldn't, I yeah. knew better and I just couldn't either you need to become them or you'll get eaten alive. And I couldn't, I couldn't, like I couldn't um, steal from you and then help you look for it. Oh, wow. I swear I didn't do it. Yeah. I just wasn't like that. Even when I was doing things that I, I always came back on the right time, I was never short. I, I, cause I, that was more of a business, but I, I, I needed my word to be some sort of like, to yeah. believe me, but still, you know, they're. I, I'm I, how I said earlier, I feel that now that I'm learning about you, not in this moment, but the past years and same with dad, um, it's very relatable work ethic. And I never knew where I got that. And it, 
even at your darkest moments, oh, yeah. there was always a, job, a sense, I like you said, it, right? not Even short, when I was working for, time. right, right. Yeah, yeah, there was always that sense of. Because I needed to gain trust with them. I mean, look at, and then when I left, look at that, even that situation, what they came to me and told me. Yeah. And I remember when somebody in our family had gotten in trouble, I said, I could use this one chance. I could call them and help her, but that would bring me, that would pull me. Nobody knows where I am. Nobody, I don't want them to know. I don't want, I live a whole different life, but you know. How's that, um, how's that juxtaposition? I don't In like that high level It'd be putting yourself now, write. what would you tell yourself at don't how old are you right now? Get a job. Don't. No, how old are you right now? 55. Okay, so 55. What would you tell yourself at 45? Being held accountable and the pain of that and the struggle is so much easier than the consequences of getting numb. Really? Because th- that numb, it started off with alcohol and it, that didn't really work anymore. So then you go to the bigger yeah. and bigger. It, the, jail is not, I don't even, jail I look at as a consequence, but that's, the the shame because one day you're gonna have to st- everyone has to stop i mean I, I guess i guess you could just continue on with that life for the rest of your life and stay numb and not to be healthy. but to look at you and vanessa and think of the shame and the pain i would take i would change i would because that's hard and yeah. then to stay sober during that whole like there's sometimes i it is easier to run but it really isn't it's right because so, you got to come back well, you would hope that you would come back. Right, you would hope. I guess you don't have to. But eventually, I mean, eventually you're gonna see your kid on the street with their kids, and they're like, "That's your grandma." I mean, and not know them or the guilt of that. <sighs> was that always a weight on you when you were back then? Even then. Well, I remember Aunt Chris when I went to the first family thing, and she, uh, Michael's kids came out, and they said, "We," she said, "This is Nick, my sister. This is Nick's mom," because they knew you real close. And Gianna said, "Nick has a mom," and I thought. Like that's your looking like all those years you didn't have a mom and then they didn't know who I was and I was close, you know, at Aunt Diana. Even now, Vito was hugging me and Angie said, "Oh, you love Aunt Diana." I mean, like mm-hmm. that's so foreign. But the shame of that, oh, or to be known like you're. They look at you. Your mom made bad choices. You're probably gonna make them do. And you got kind of got an excuse. But do you feel like that's diminished at all recently? I don't really care anymore. I mean, when it comes up, Good it answer. hurts. But I, I don't. I, mean, I can't, I, I can't change. If I could, I would, I would, I never said, Oh, I'm going to, you know, be a horrible person. Like I, I, one thing that uh, really sticks with me even to this day is you looked at me, we always, you know, family's in a little bit of a turmoil right now and it is what it is. But you looked at me one day and you go, I fought to get back here. Cause I thought all of you were yep. so close. Yep. And when I got back yep. here, it wasn't that way. The whole time I was out, I thought you guys were going on spot. Gallivanting across month. the that's universe. How it was, yeah. But that's how it was when I was around. Like we always had parties in our family over and we were always super close. I mean, even through stupid things, always, always. And that's what I always thought. Like when I was gone, that you guys were continuing in that. And I missed that. And then when I came back and seen just the pettiness of whatever is the problem, I, I didn't, I never thought, I mean, I had, it wasn't okay, that look way. At, I did the worst thing in the world and my family took me back and everyone's talking to me and gave me a chance over these little teeny squabbles and people we haven't talked in so long is ridiculous. Yeah. And you know point. what? I know what it's like to lose that. It is sobering. It is, it weighs on me and I want to shake all of them. And I understand people are hurt. I understand I hurt myself, but you gave me a chance to come back. But now you won't even like talk to your own kid or come on. Like, yeah. Does it make you, um, I know this is a crazy thing for me to say to you, but does it make you appreciate the fact that you went through those 10 years of hell 
to come mm. back and be that person in the family sure. who is a little bit like I'm pissed off about that. I know you're pissed off about that, but in the sense of you get you saw Well, they'll never know that. I It's I almost see like we dude. were talking about before the podcast, going from rags to riches, amazing. Going from they still do riches they, to rags is almost even more um they still triumphant to But to each one of my family people have gone through something it. similar, not as drastic, but stop judging each other like i love you no matter i love everyone my sisters i i to lose them again it it to waste all this time like i don't we don't have much time i it, listen it's ridiculous and i i just i don't look at anyone differently they're my family whether you have money whether you don't or you're in trouble i i don't i love you guys like i and you took me back and loved me why can't we just get back i i can't believe that the people that aren't talking to each other don't miss each other or don't like, we still laugh and our family's crazy i mean yeah we do things that nobody like just yesterday uncle jay putting that flowers on my mom's grave and putting this person that we haven't seen in our life i mean that's so, so silly but nobody else would understand that and yeah. none of us should we're family none of us should ever be hungry yeah i never want anyone in my family to feel alone that they, they can't call me i would help any of them yeah no judgment no questions asked I'll scream at you afterwards, but let's get you through it. But to be alone, I know what it's like to be alone. Yeah. Sitting in a jail cell, it's, it's not, you can, stupid, like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody has problems. There's different levels of problems. You know, some people have money, you know, you, you insulted me by didn't not doing something not money wise. Give me a, look at my family mm. didn't have a lot of money for many, many years. And to be complaining about somebody to give you a, 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 claim on a house shut the f <laughs> you know what I mean like I, I think they each forget like when they didn't have that much money you're complaining that somebody didn't offer you enough money and you don't even own the motherfucker <laughs> I get and then, it and then it's, okay it's so that, I feel that way but down, then I look I at my it. daughter that says call them yeah Be, give them and I, I would know. call I, recently I had a blowout on my tire right by Aunt Chris's house and I walked and I walked and I walked I walked I walked right past her house that is, I don't ever want anyone in my family feel that they cannot stop. I don't care. You could be in the worst position, and I mean it. And I may not bitch at you at that moment. I will bitch at you later, but I'll get you through it. I won't judge you. I won't question you. I will later. Were you always like this, or did it take that? I think I was, but now I know it's a whole different perspective. Right. You can't, that's why I say it. somebody could be in my shoes. You don't know. Yeah. And I know I put myself in those positions. That's another thing like I had to look at. You know, who put yourself, why am I in this position? It's not because anybody else but me put me in that position. Yeah. So I can't blame anybody, but I don't want anyone in my family. I don't care. I don't, like I tell Carter, you're out drinking with your buddies. Call me and I'll come get you and I won't bitch at you. I'm not going to condone it. Later I will. Come on. Yeah. You know, don't put yourself in a car and then kill somebody. That Absolutely. Is, it's going to be way worse when you call me that. Yeah. Time. So let's just that's get the you easier the out. That's, yeah, don't, yeah, let's yeah. just get you. That's a big thing too. Like I can't push things out of my mind and not think that they're going to, you yeah. know, it just, you're still our grandma, you're still our mom. You right. have to put and yourself down. Sometimes. I got a second yeah. chance. I, you yeah. didn't have to. Yeah. And there's right, some people. So okay. In four years from now, where do you see yourself? I want to have a 401k and I want to have a retirement plan. Okay. Nice. I have to, because I'm not getting any younger and the easy way would be stay and clean, do what I'm doing and not have any retirement, but I don't want, I I'm old. Yeah. I, I, Isn't that crazy to think that your answer, if I would have asked you that 
four years that would ago. Be, I just want to be where are you with be my in family. Four years, right? Right. I just want to be talking with everyone. I want to have a second chance that way. Which you are. You are talking with your family. Yep. Just give Isn't me a that chance. Crazy? I would be praying that you guys would be giving me a chance. Just give me a chance and let me show you. If you give me a chance, I won't mess it up. And we did. And, and you did. It up. Yeah. It's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy. But the alternative is so much harder. Like people yeah. think run and don't be accountable. Oh, the accountability comes quick. Very yeah, fast. I'm glad that I went through it because if anybody else can go through it, I can explain. Yeah, you have a lot of just, knowledge in that area. It's and not very many, like Uncle Bill said, maybe you should go work for be a paralegal because you could be telling people. I mean, it's the truth. Like there are certain things that yeah. you have Fortunately, no idea. Fortunately, but unfortunately, you know the If you're system. ever in jail, yeah, don't yeah. call me. <laughs> no, you don't call me. No, but I mean, I think I would be a lot different than. I mean, listen, I don't want anyone to go to Where do you want me to be in four years? I want a kid. I can't take it. Maybe two. Twins, double twins. I, I don't, like I tell you all the time, like I, the, the other day I, when I said to you, good, I'm glad. You don't clean and call me. Like when you call me for anything and I could be there, that's the gift. I don't have a lot of money. I cannot buy you a new house. If I could, I would in a minute. But I can't, so what can, I can come clean your toilets. I can come do your laundry. <laughs> that makes me feel good, and that yeah. makes... I know it sounds silly and simple, no, it's, but... it's a kid, that's big, you know? And I would take that kid in a minute, and you don't have to worry about a babysitter, dick, we don't care. Just, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and I, I want my family to know that, too. Like, my, I, I don't care. You need a babysitter, I'll be there for you. Like, I love that. I wish, you know, they would call me more often. I would do I would do anything for them any yeah. anyone in my family I don't judge them I don't it's ridiculous and we all need to be adults and I could sit here and tell you that my feelings were really hurt when I got a divorce and I, that's why I went and ran and I blamed my whole family and they did nothing wrong they did I did this but I could hold on to everyone's feelings get hurt and it gets tiresome and you just yeah. reach out. I mean, it's so, st like, I look at my family now and it's so sad. Don't yeah. you think it's sad? I mean, don't, don't. It's tough. It's tough. I think there's bits and pieces of light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, though. I think, and I everyone's think, yeah. feelings are valid. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. I'm everyone's not, feelings are valid. It's three on. sides of every story. I get let me it. tell you, when something bad happens to one of us and then we're all sitting in a room and we're, we're at a funeral or something, we're going to be thinking back, what, really? This is ridiculous. It took dad for Dylan to do that. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, and it's a I don't shock. want that. I don't, yeah. I don't, that I, if that happens, I'm going to look at every one of them and I'm going to say, you know what, your stubbornness, your, I, I just yeah. don't care. I just, I, you do care. No, it's I tough. don't care. I don't care what the reason is like, yes. Okay. And they Got can it. always come to my house at any time. I don't care. I want you to come to my house, open my refrigerator, eat. I always try to keep little things. Like if you come out that one time and you didn't, and I didn't have any snacks, like I just want, <laughs> I just want you to know that that's the greatest gift to yeah. just come over and not have to worry and knock on the door. I don't want you to knock. I just want you to walk in. I just want you to feel comfortable. And that's how my mom was. Yeah. We, uncle Jay would open the door before he even got out. He goes, mom, what's to eat? Like I, that's the way we should all be with each other. Like, I just don't understand. I, we're not. I, as your son, I hope you know that that is very much that way now. Now, like I, yeah, of it course. Took, it took, uh, yeah, it took a long time. And you have to worry too, like what's going on there. And she has got a guy. And those yeah. are all because things that I did. Absolutely, yeah. And, and now, that was a huge thing for me when I moved over here. Like I want you guys to feel, and things happen. And yeah. I had to win back some trust. And, you know, just don't yeah. judge people and don't, the shame and the guilt that I put myself through for what I've done is way, way more. Yeah. Way still to this day. Yeah. Is that diminishing at all? I know I asked that question, no, but no. No, because I still... Would there be anything that I could do to do, have help a baby. you with that? Have, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have a baby. Okay. Yeah, I get it. So I just want you to know that I'm so proud. Like I can, I, I tell you all the time. Like I don't want you to think it's just like me just telling you I'm proud. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I proud of you too it. though, mom. Thank you. I love you a lot.
This is an awesome situation. It really is. And I hope that you know Next that. Next time I want to be paid, but it's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With a baby. But... It'll be great. No, but I want to. And you I to... cherish our relationship. I do too. This I is the greatest thing you. ever. You're in, you're literally in our house doing this tonight. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's I would crazy. never think. I wouldn't have thought. I would have hoped, but. Yeah. But then something comes up, and I, even at my best, I was the confusion of chaos. And even Just when a I little tried, bit hard, but, yeah, 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 it happens. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we can get back, you know. Like, yeah. like, you know, I'm not, I'm on my meds. I do that. That's huge. Your bumps are so much less bumpy. Even like, for me, sometimes the but, life, like it's right, and it's it used to be huge, massive. Like it would just be like a, a ginormous on my scenario. Just yeah, drop the rock, drop the yeah. rock, and but I hope you know that be. you've done really well. Thank you, and I love you a lot. Thank you. Think it's gonna happen. So don't love worry. You, don't get too comfortable. <laughs> Give me a hug. Oh my God. Thank you. I love. Give me a hug. Mom. Next time I'm gonna be paid with a bitch. And just like that, session three wrapped up in the books. A major, major, major thank you to the team behind me. I could not be doing this without you two. Ryan Francis, my producer, and Grace James, the co-producer. Overall, I'm still pretty shocked and all about that conversation. I'm so thankful to be able to have a conversation with my mother like that. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, if you did, or even if you didn't, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram at, at @myagepod, as well as uh, make sure to follow us on Apple Music and Spotify Music. We'll be there on this episode, which I'm very excited about. I wanted to say for those who are still listening, if you want to be on this podcast, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. I want to speak to everyone and anyone. It doesn't matter if you're younger than 29, older than 29. If you want to experience a podcast in the the realm of uh, what we do here at, at my podcast, at my age podcast, I'd love to have you either reach me out on my cell phone or on the Instagram page as we're very active there. So again, everyone, thank you so much for joining. Many more to come. And I'm very thankful for each and every one of you. Thank you.